You are listening to ASD Warrior presents ASD Shorts, a quick burst of insight, thoughts, and inspiration to bring your day as an ASD Warrior. So on this ASD Warrior, I want to talk about the future. What the future looks like for our kids is um, sometimes an overwhelming thought, a scary thought. And yet, like a lot of things in life that we're fearful of, we have to conquer it. So this year, I um, was in the midst of putting together kind of a, a career exploration for Nathan. And at this time, too, we're six weeks into the new year, and I'm like, okay, he's got way too much on his plate. And because I'm so much a part of his everyday teaching, I kind of put it on the back burner. But one of the things that we did right out the gate was, um, we did a Myers-Briggs, you know, it's something that we sometimes don't think about, you know, and, and what really brought it to the forefront for me was I was talking to my mom and, you know, um, I think there's this opinion of kids on the spectrum that they need to work by themselves in a rote repetitive job, uh, because they have focus. And uh, again, that categorization, is is sometimes <laughs> a miss and and certainly not representative of all of our kids on the spectrum and as we know the spectrum is broad and no one child fits into the same box okay but being a recruiter and spending so much of my time in my career looking at behaviors looking at innately what's a good strength what's something that we're looking for in a candidate for a company? What does the company have to offer? You're spending so much time in that space. And I think I've taken every single assessment, career, aptitude, everything under the sun. Um, and it always use myself as a baseline as, as I really do kind of know who I am, what my strengths are and, and, um, what my weaknesses are as well. And so, it was hard because, you know, I was talking to my mom and she's like, well, you know, maybe he can just get a job where he can just, you know, like very much a, you know, hand down, punch something. It's an assembly line. I'm like, listen, if my son was someone that was an introvert and liked um, ex- executing and liked process, then I would say, yeah, yeah, maybe so. But he's not. You know, and we went through this whole Myers-Briggs and it is something that, you know, again, it goes back to your PhD, you know, I'm not saying anything that isn't important that all of us need to know. We need to know our kids, partly because when I went through and did this assessment with him, I needed to be able to explain it to him so that he could rank certain things, right? Well, what was funny is my daughter did it like probably a week before and she came up with you know, his Myers-Briggs profile. And I thought, you know, for school, we needed something that was more like I could like do it, administer it, maybe pay for it, like, you know, download the copy so that there was obviously some sort of path that we could follow in and what we were doing. And we came up with the exact same thing. So, you know, more power to my daughter. But what was great is, you know, then being able to go through and get his profile, which I knew he's an extrovert, you know, He's a feeler. He's a sensing person. Um, he's a perceptive person. You know, all those things came out, but it was nice to see it. And then to take it to the next level and go, okay, so what kind of jobs 
can we get this, this kind of profile? Like what makes sense? Because here's the thing. We focus sometimes so much on the spectrum and the diagnosis. That is how their brain works. Let's put that aside. (laughs) Okay. That's how their brain works. So once we decide a path, then it gives us kind of a playbook on how we get them to a point where they're successful. It doesn't define who they are. It does not. And yet we sometimes get so stuck in that. I digress. I will move forward. It was interesting to sit down with him and to talk about what this profile meant. It was strengths. It was innate strengths. It was what fed him. Because as we know, and some of us are in great jobs and we have a good fit and some of us aren't. Some of us hate Sunday night. Some of us like it. That has a lot to do with, are you in a position that feeds you? That is easier for you than other people because you're in the right seat. So knowing that and spending my whole career and, you know, and honestly, I I will never forget sitting down one time with a CFO of an organization, right? A CFO. This person's making some bank, okay? They have chosen a path. They have stuck to it. They have progressed in a way. And I remember talking to him and him saying to me, Kathy, I don't know if I chose the right path. And I'm like, such and such, are you in a place to make a dramatic difference? No, I'm not. So we can go out and have a drink and have some sorrow about letting this go. But unless you are willing to change your whole life and start over, it's kind of too late. And that's sad. I mean, I hate to say it's too late, but why I say it's too late is that most people in life don't have the flexibility to go, I'm going to let it all go. Right? I mean, we have lives, we have kids, we have kids in college, we have all these obligations, responsibilities, things that we're accountable for that we need to stay accountable for. So we did this Myers-Briggs, okay? And it comes up for Nate. He's an entertainer. You guys can look it up on the Myers-Briggs. It's so him. He's such an entertainer. I mean, I've got videos of him when he took his tap class and, you know, he was killing it on stage and all that kind of good stuff. He has no fear and he loves to entertain people and he loves to make people smile, right? And make people happy. So one of the things that came up was a teacher. So I, of course, right on the spot, jumped on it, right? And was like, okay, he needs to be a TA. Now, we were fortunate to find the most brilliant, wonderful science teacher. And Nate loves science. He loves animals. He loves all that. And we just, I mean, I fell in love with him. He fell in love with him. You know, we had Zoom. So I was able to really experience him more Um one-on-one just listening to his content, how much he got into it. And, you know, he's adding videos. And I mean, it was just, it was wonderful to see the kind of intention he had as a teacher. So I reached out to him and of course he ended up taking a class, a science class from him. But I said, you know, gosh, can, can he be a TA for you? Because Nate loves to help, right? He loves to be in charge. And there's also a piece of how do we share the idea of teaching and what you do every night and how you prepare and what he should be accountable to come to class so he can help these students. So he and I are in the process right now of meeting and kind of establishing kind of an accountability curriculum, whatever you want to call it. And this is an elective class for Nate to give him a glimpse. Does he want to do something like this? 
right? So brilliant. And yet sometimes we get so narrowly focused. And how do we take a rote behavior because our, what we decided and society decided that our kids can, they're focused, they can do repetitive tendencies, they can, no. Can we say no? Can all of us take time for our kids that can do things? And I'm not saying that all of our kids on the spectrum have the opportunity maybe to have a career or have a job. So please know that I understand that. But for the ones that do, you need to know them well enough and be able to know how to educate them, know how to explain things to them, to do something like a Myers-Briggs so that you can see what their tendencies are, how they're fed, what is their innate talent. Because you know as well as I do on Sunday night, if you're not in that right job, you're not feeling it. You do what you need to do. But do we want that for our kids? And do we want that for our kids that it sometimes is a little harder to get there, right? So I'm saying be open. See your child not the spectrum. Tell yourself every time that you get in that space. It's how their brain works. It's not who they are. Okay? It's not who they are. They're beautiful, brilliant, wonderful, like every child on this earth is. Because their brain works different and our world isn't ready for different, we have sometimes a bigger job. But you weren't given this if you weren't ready for it. So step up, embrace it, take on the challenge, and let's do this together for them. So until next time, have an amazing day, a great week, and God bless. Thanks for listening to My Mom on ASD Warrior presents ASD Shorts. Don't forget to subscribe to ASCWarrior.com where you can listen and download all of our podcasts and shorts that make getting your PhD and your child easier.